So in today's episode, I'm interviewing Elizabeth Kashi, who is a multi-talented CEO and serial entrepreneur with a proven track record in making deals and managing large operations in the entertainment and technology space. That doesn't mean that success has always come easily. So in this episode, Elizabeth shares really vulnerably about her recent health challenges and the doubt that she had to work through before she could launch her recent passion project, which is an amazing certified organic skincare line called Empress Naturals. She also shares about the importance of awareness and health implications of the toxins that are found in our health and beauty products, as well as our food choices. It's a great episode. I know you're going to really enjoy meeting Elizabeth and hearing all of her tips and inspiration. You're listening to The Inspired Wave, stories of everyday heroines, real life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, CJ Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact. And together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. Okay, well, welcome back, everyone. So you just heard a little bit about Elizabeth, and I am so excited for this conversation. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, CJ. So to start with, why don't you tell everyone where you're located and maybe a little fun fact about you that we haven't heard yet? I'm in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, which is Northern California. And fun factor is... I love comedy and I get invited to officially roast people at a lot of ceremonies. And I also, I also, yes, and I love it. And I am called as an MC and I, people tell me I have a good sense of humor and I try to seize humor in most stuff. Otherwise life is very difficult. That makes a lot of sense. That's great. That is a really fun fact. Thank you for sharing that. So you have a lot we could talk about. You are a serial entrepreneur. Let's start with just a really quick overview of your background. And maybe, you know, if you could tell us a little bit about how you got originally from being an employee to launching out on your own? Uh, so the journey started many, 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 many years back. And uh, it started in India. After my MBA, I was recruited as a trainee into Biosdolf, which is a German company manufacturing skincare creams and lotions. The famous brand, the blue tin brand called Nivea, N-I-V-E-A. And I was working for them. I started my journey as a trainee, like I told you, and I quit as group product manager. I launched Nivea for Men there in India. I also launched Nivea Skincare Range, won multiple awards, the Advertising Club of India Awards for Best Campaigns, to a lot of stuff. 
after that, I mean, I was working for them for about four, five years. And after that, I started my own company, which was an entertainment consulting company in Bollywood. Uh, It was a company called Cost Celebrate. And for a very long time, I ran that company. It was one of the first companies which was in celebrity management in India. So I worked with a lot of Bollywood stars, almost every Bollywood star worked with. I produced a lot of shows, like really big shows. And then I worked Sorry, let's slow down a minute. There's so much here. That sounds really fun, by the way. That sounds like (laughs) it was a really fun job or business. So what inspired you to leave the, you know, your work, which also sounds like it was rewarding to stop being an employee and to launch this new business? I was, and you know, I had no money. I started, I think the business where I started in India during that time, I started it with some 500 rupees, which is Indian rupees, which is less than $10. Imagine at that time. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't have much money, but a lot of determination. I was always very fascinated by entertainment and I just wanted to do it. I am very good with logistics. And so, you know, in planning, what I call backtrack planning, And I think that's a very important aspect of anybody's life. Whenever there is any event that we're doing or anything in life we do as mothers or wives or women, we have to plan everything ahead. And that's where my event management, even marketing skills came in front. And also when I worked for Nivea, there was a lot of logistics. I mean, even to launch a brand that you say, okay, on December 25th, I'm going to launch this particular uh, cream or lotion. You have to do so much of backtrack planning for that exercise or for that launch to happen. So right from the launch event to when the production creams will come out to when it is going to get into the factory, that coordinating with the advertising agency, coordinating with the production, with the container people to the packaging people. So I sort of just always wanted to start my own company. And then at that time, I was also involved with a lot of launches, right? When you're doing marketing and PR and launches for these brands. I just figured out that I was very good in doing these large launch events. And, you know, that's where I got into event management. And then naturally I gravitated towards celebrity management because a lot of multinationals were coming into India at that time and they wanted actors to be signed for, you know, their various campaigns or to open up one of their showrooms or be present at a launch. And they didn't know how to do that. And India did not have any celebrity management company at that time. So I became the de facto person to be contacted to buy the corporates to deal with a celebrity. Wow. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, besides all of your other skills, starting with the equivalent of about $10 sounds like you're also a magician. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. That's so, crazy. So I, so I, yeah, so I ran a, I ran a pretty successful event management, celebrity management, and entertainment consulting company. Uh-huh. So I enjoyed that journey. I really enjoyed that journey of being an entrepreneur. But let me tell you, it's not peaches and roses all the way. It's extremely difficult managing money, managing people and then always you're falling short of money. It was a very, very difficult time. You know, today when you're in Silicon Valley, you can see young entrepreneurs 
they can go to a venture capitalist they can raise 30 million 40 million it's so much easier today than when it was when i started out about 25 plus years back and that in india because at that time it was not a very conducive environment for people to raise monies as well in yeah. india i mean nobody knew and then of course you are a woman at that time in india I was going to really ask you what the climate was for you cuz I mean it's not even that great in the US 25 30 years ago or but what was it like for you being a CEO and founder in India It was an extremely difficult exercise especially being in the entertainment world not easy to navigate that I'm a mother of two daughters and I would like I have second thoughts if my daughters were to do that in India at that time. Today it's a different environment. Yes, it was a very very difficult environment for me to navigate with all the men out there because I was only one of the few women in you know running a business like that in the entertainment space. I mean yeah. women were doctors and women were nurses and women were teachers and but to be running a company and in the entertainment space I was one of the only few women in fact I was also featured in one of india's top most magazine called india today which is like your newsweek here and as one of the successful women entrepreneurs at a very young age very yeah. difficult but also when i worked for nivea i was trained under a phenomenal ceo who worked with the unilever group and when i was working for nivea they sent me to remote places to do sales and i was one of the first and only women who went into the interior corner most parts of india to sell nivea wow <laughs> yes okay. that was at times it was very dangerous what i did and thank god i didn't tell all that to my parents they would have got very worried but yeah it was not an easy journey but you were young and thought you were invincible and there absolutely wow so how did you progress then i know I mean I want to get to your more recent history what brought you to the states and how things have just transpired recently you, So my uh, husband so my husband migrated to the US in 2000 and I started an animation company in fact how India is known for IT services I pioneered the creative outsourcing industry between Hollywood and India in the year 2000 and then i went through some other companies that i started animation companies really big animation companies and then i exited that then i worked for another company because i was also bringing up two daughters here so being a ceo of a large animation company with four different studios in india with two really small girls that i was bringing up was very very hard so then when they were in high school i decided to work for a pretty large it services company in the united states and then i started another entertainment company 5 years back called invar studios i still am the ceo and during that time as with most women they suddenly start feeling very low in terms of energy and they were feeling like many women feel fatigue during the very you know perimenopausal time and menopausal time so i was going through a lot of health issues and that's when i saw very good herbalist a very well known herbalist in silicon valley and she told me that i need to get away from all these chemicals that i'm using on my hair hair dye hair color skin care all the famous estee lauders to perfumes all these creams lotions perfumes it's seeping into your skin 
and you're getting endocrine disorders and getting autoimmune diseases. So much of cancer is spreading. And that's uh, when I sorry, started. Is, so had you been diagnosed with something? You said you started not feeling well about five years ago, I think. Nothing very serious like... God bless all, all my friends and all the people out there who have been diagnosed with some chronic disease. I did not have any chronic disease, but I had a hormonal disorder. Okay. So that is how I started feeling very fatigued, very low in energy, feeling very low mentally. And that's when I decided to self-learn and also follow the advice of this herbalist and decided to go on a natural toxic free journey uh -huh. and I was always passionate about skincare thanks to my first job with Nivea yeah. I've over this last 20 20 plus years every time I go to a Sephora or some place I'm always spending time reading the labels what went into it how the packaging looks why the packaging is attractive you know it's just a passion and I've been doing that but then suddenly it became a very serious issue because I suddenly gave up all my makeup. I gave up all the lovely perfumes I love. I gave up all the skincare. I started reading up. I took up umpteen courses on edX and, you know, all these platforms where they offer courses, books, talking to formulators. And I started working on my own natural formulations. So and, um, if we could back up just a minute. When you decided to go on this detox, did the symptoms you'd been experiencing go away right away? Or what was that experience like? It took me about maybe three, four months, but I started feeling very good suddenly. So I don't, I started feeling very good. But also remember, it's not just about the skincare and hair care. It's also about what you're eating. So suddenly I became very aware of what I'm eating too. I started, I became a vegan. I mean, here was me who used to be eating all possible meats. I suddenly became vegan. So I was vegan for almost three and a half years and gave up milk. That was a very important thing. Milk was, is pretty bad. Dairy is pretty bad for us. So I gave up dairy products. I gave up meat. And then what happened was, and I started using my own, uh, creating my own makeup, my own skincare. I also gave up, like I used to spend a lot of money in the salon, like coloring your hair and straightening your hair. I gave up all that and I only use natural products on my hair for hair color. I use henna, I use indigo. It's cumbersome. It, it's a pain in the neck. But you know what? Anything that comes easy has chemicals in it. Uh -huh. Anything that it's including your food, like fast food. You buy something, you buy some food, which is frozen food from the shop and you want to put it in the microwave. It's not going processed. to be good for you. There's going to be chemicals. It's processed. Similarly, anything that's going to have large amount of preservatives in it. I mean, when you're buying shop bought items or something from a CVS, you know, from a CVS or something, there's going to be so much of chemicals in it. Uh-huh. If so, you want it to last for three to five years. From your research and what you were told and then your ongoing research, you determined that a lot of the midlife or later illnesses that we start coming into, a lot of that is contributed to by chemicals that we're constantly exposed, exposed to. to. Absolutely both what you're eating and what you're applying on your hair and your skincare 
all these are a combination of factors. Mm-hmm. And of course, like if you are like, even if you do all these things, but you're not exercising, you're just closing yourself in one dark room and sitting there the whole day, you're not going to feel good. Yeah. So yeah. every single day, CJ, we have to get up in the morning, however low we feel, we have to say, I'm going to make it a bright day today. Yes. We have to make the effort. Nothing is going to come easy to us or to anyone, especially for women who are 45 plus. Because when you're going through the perimenopausal or menopausal time, so many factors, you know, creep into our life at that time. Because for years, you've been abusing your body with all these creams, lotions that you have been putting in, including me, using hair care products, which were chemically laden. You're eating all the wrong stuff. And suddenly then your children are going off to college and you suddenly see that you're getting feeling fatigued, you're feeling low. So it's a combination of factors. And that's why for me, when I created this company, Empress, Empress Naturals, mm-hmm. it's not just a company for of skincare. It's a company which is advocating good skincare and wellness for women who are 35 or 40 plus. Mm-hmm. For me, wellness is the most important part of this whole exercise and natural wellness. Yeah, it's important. So you started about five years ago with this idea, which I'm not mm-hmm. surprised giving your serial entrepreneur adventures, but you had this idea that you mm-hmm. would start your own organic skincare line. Did Mm -hmm. that come to you just all of a sudden or was it over time as you were researching what to do for yourself? So I have to confess, when I started this whole journey five years back of going, becoming chemically, using chemically free products or being toxic free, Mm -hmm. it was purely for my own reason, for my own health. And then I started giving my creams and lotions and serums to my friends, relatives, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, visiting anybody, I give them stuff. And a lot of them started telling me, Elizabeth, this is so good, so good. Can I have another one? So I started giving the second one and the third one. And then they started feeling bad. They saying, Elizabeth, we want to buy this. We don't feel comfortable taking this. But you know, you can't just buy or something, sell something without a registered company, paying taxes for it, stuff like that, because it's also dangerous, right? I mean, you just have to follow the rules and have a proper company to sell anything. You can't just sell stuff. It's not right. So I was just thinking about it to start something to give to. Really, it was not for me to start a full-fledged company. But suddenly, I just started feeling that all this education that I have, it's so good. I'm enjoying it. People around me are enjoying the benefits of it. But I still did not have the guts. Trust me, for a 45 plus woman to start a company, I was enjoying the process. Mm -hmm. And that's when my mother passed away. And when I wanted to start a company, my mother passed away. So I was going through a very low phase, right, to start a company. Then one of my very close good friends, Pooja Kohli, who herself is a very successful entrepreneur, a producer in Hollywood and Bollywood, she was walking with me you know, general walking with me, we were just talking. She said, Elizabeth, you have so much knowledge about natural skincare. You have so much knowledge about organic skincare. 
why don't you start a company? I mean, do something that we all would like to buy from you. Uh-huh. Okay, so I got the guts. I started dabbling more seriously into this. Please understand, I have, I am running a company called Invar Studios. Yeah. It's, a, it's an entertainment company, and that's when I last year I had a very bad accident. It was a very serious accident, which led to a major surgery. I got four major fractures on my right leg, and almost for eight months I was bedridden. Oh my god! And and the pain was so bad, CJ, that I just could not bear the pain. It was one of the darkest phases of my life. And thanks to my husband, he would just come and put this working table near my bed and all my oils and lotions and essential oils and the books. And I would keep dabbling mm-hmm. with all these oils and formulations all the time to distract myself from that pain because the pain was so terrible. And that's when I decided. I should start a company, and so I registered a company. Of course, I know knew the process because this is not the first time. This is my sixth company. So I started um, everything very formally. I started ordering the ingredients, and something that's very strange. There was a lady I knew. All what I asked her, and this is something I want to let ladies know that hey, don't do this. You know, in future. I asked her, "Hey, you know, I'm going through this very bad accident. Can you just tell me where you buy this particular ingredient from?" That's all. And she herself is now running her own skincare. She refused to even tell me where she can buy a raw ingredient from. So I had to do so much more hunting to find the right ingredient from the respective country. And I have a lot of respect for uh, you. I think you also know Lynn Power, who is. The CEO of Masami brand. Mm-hmm. What an amazing woman! How she has been sharing information with me. How she's connecting me to people. God bless her soul. Is there a woman like that? World. That's so funny because Lynn was on the podcast and she did not connect me with you. That's a small world. She is amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing woman. Amazing woman. And I think it was Lynn who introduced me to you. I think so, or my manager reached out to. Okay. But anytime I have a clarification or something, Lynn launched a company one year ahead of me on a great hair care brand. So I mm-hmm. said, "Wow, well, here is this lady who is going out of her way to help me." And so there's what I call sisterhood connection. Yeah. Then there are women like Pooja Kohli, who I'm so inspired by, who have helped me. And gave me that what he called that energy to start a company. I was going to say kicking a butt. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So she said, you know, here is something that Elizabeth, your knowledge, you're passionate about it, do it. And those three sentences just made me do this. Of course, I, the journey so, was there for happening for five years. Elizabeth, I just want to pause here for a minute for this to really sink in, because here is a super successful woman by most standards, serial entrepreneur, like real go-getter. And (laughs) here she is with this idea that she feels called forward with because of the impact it's had in her own life. And yet she paused. She had a few doubts. She had a few fears. I just want to highlight that because it's not that women that are out there making things happen don't have fear. 
I just want to, I mean, that's what I'm hearing or getting from this because Mm -hmm. it's not that they don't have fear, but clearly Elizabeth deals with it better or differently than some of us do. And Mm -hmm. you blasted through. Good for you. Because this sounds like a product that the women of this world need to check out. That's amazing. Thank you, CJ. So you decided to go for it while you were recovering. Where are you now? I understand you've launched. Mm -hmm. So I launched uh, Empress Naturals. It's 100% natural vegan, USDA certified organic skincare for 35 plus women. It's an anti-aging skincare line. Okay. It's an anhydrous line. That means no water is used in the product at all. Water is one of the biggest contaminators and you need to use a lot of preservatives when you use water in your products. So there is no water in our products. So that's why it's a little more expensive. It's Pure, natural, 100% oil, as close to nature as possible. Okay. And of course, it's sustainable packaging. I launched it about 12 days back or 14 days back on March 8th. On inter- it's a soft launch on International Women's Day. You can see it on empressnaturals.co. Right now, yes, a lot of friends, relatives, and some customers are buying it, but the slow start is okay. Mm-hmm. Rome was not built in one day. I'm not selling drugs or anything else that can sell on day one, you're building a brand. Mm-hmm. And to yes. build a brand is like birthing a child. A child, when the child is born or an infant is born, that infant is not going to walk the first day. A yes. lot of stuff happens or there is a particular cycle for that child mm-hmm. to start walking and running and going to school and becoming a successful child. So similarly, I was fully aware that a brand well-invested will take its time. Nothing happens fast, but you just have to be patient and go through this journey. That is such great advice and wisdom for anyone looking at starting a business as well. I love the analogy to birthing a child. It takes time to raise it. it. And it is kind of like having your baby there, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do drop shipping, right? Drop shipping on Amazon. I mean, so they are just picking up products from wherever and they're trying to make a quick buck with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you are building your brand, it takes a Mm -hmm. long cycle and you have to be patient, persistent and keep investing in the brand. So -hmm. you will see on our website a lot of education. We are coming up with Empress Academy where we will be Educating women who are 35 plus to use natural stuff, day-to-day stuff that you can use from your kitchen or in your house to take care of your skin and your hair and your moods and everything else. Awesome. Oh, that's yes, incredible. So we're a skin plus wellness company. Nice. And particularly for women who are 35 plus who need it the most. Yeah, that's incredible. I am so excited to go check that out. So you said it's Empress Naturals with an S, naturals.co. Dot co. Yeah, dot co. Empress like E-M-P-R-E-S-S. Okay. And follow us on Instagram, which is at Empress Naturals Oils. Okay, because that is our Insta handle. You will see us. Mm -hmm. Super. Well, I will definitely include the links in the show notes. So anyone driving, no worries. 
You can come back, catch the notes. And this has been great, Elizabeth. Are there, we've covered so much ground. Are there any um, parting words of advice you'd like to highlight before we call it a... Yeah. So, CJ, for me, Empress Naturals is not just a skincare brand. For me, it's a bottle that changed my life, the company that changed my life when I went through the darkest phase of my life. Probably if I didn't have that accident, I may not, I would not have started this company. For me, this Empress bottle is filled with grit, determination, and resilience. And I hope I am. Even if I can inspire one woman on your podcast, it's worth the journey. And I would like to tell all the women out there or all the people out there, please make an effort every single day to get up and say, I have to put an effort. I have to make an effort to make this day fruitful and impactful. And be kind, compassionate, spread that compassion around. And be if you're planning to start a business, Please understand, it's not a journey of roses, okay? There are a lot of loads of problems. So not unless for the pain of heart. <laughs> no, correct. <laughs> unless you're determined, unless you are patient and resilient, don't get into starting a business. I love the process. I love it. And this is exactly where I want to be. So that's where it is. Thank you it so much. It sounds like okay. an absolute perfect fit for you, Elizabeth. And Thank I'm excited you. to see things move forward. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. And make it a fabulous day. If you're like most women, you have a big dream on your heart and really want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. But self-doubt, fear, or other limiting beliefs often get in your way. What many women don't realize is that the one thing that can catapult them forward is deepening their self-love and self-esteem. So I have a free ebook for you that's really going to help you in this area. It's called 30 Days to Deepen Self-Love, and you can download it at the link in our show notes. Enjoy.